Hey friends, welcome back to the H&H Hour. This is episode two. Heidi, episode two. Yeah, it's exciting. It is so exciting. Thank you all so much for listening. We were blown away by your response. So many amazing comments and you've been emailing us and texting us and just telling us how our first episode really spoke to you and encouraged you. And so we're so excited because that's what we wanted, right Hyde? Yeah, and that's encouraging to us to know that you're connecting with what God's putting on our hearts and it kind of makes it feel like that living room style feeling that we were hoping for it as if we were sitting here just chatting with all of you. Yeah, like we're face to face, having a cup of coffee, yes, looking at each other and just having a friend chat. Yes. And we don't want to do this just to make noise. No. There's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of things that you can listen to. We, we want to do this if it's actually going to speak into your world and um, come into your homes on a um, twice a month basis and encourage you and speak life over you. So thank you for listening. We are so excited that you did, that you tuned in, and that you're hopefully tuning in again. Um, so if you wouldn't mind doing us a huge favor and jumping over to iTunes and just leaving us some feedback and subscribing, that would help us out so much and that would help us have the opportunity to get seen by more people and for iTunes to actually acknowledge that we're a real live podcast, which would be great. Um, and then just share it on your social media and you can jump over to our Instagram account and grab the photo and grab the link. And um, if you don't mind, that would help us out so much. We would really appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. That's so exciting. And Heather, I am just excited to get to um, – do life with our listeners. Mm-hmm. I My favorite time to listen to podcasts is when I am doing my laundry. Yes, me too. Because um, a lot of times my littles are in and out and I can't, um, you know, I, I don't want to have like a TV show playing or something like that, but right. I can have a podcast running. Right. And a lot of times it is something that they'll kind of listen in on and get encouragement or stop and say, mommy, what are you listening to? And then it's a teaching moment. I get to share with them what I'm listening to and what's going on and well and so, can I be honest with you yes. like the can we just talk about the mountain of laundry that never ends oh the mountain I mean you feel like you need hiking boots yes to tackle it because it's just it never ends. and then you're like I'm done and then you go and look in your dirty clothes bin and your son has put like eight pair of jogging pants <laughs> I don't even think he owns eight pair of jogging pants but somehow they end up in my laundry uh, yeah it's a constant That's part of mommy world. It is. So I guess my thing is I have some of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. And now I actually kind of enjoy laundry. look forward to laundry. I take it all up in my room and I close (laughs) the door and I pretend like I'm having mommy alone time. And then I play podcasts and fold laundry. And it's it's kind of sort of relaxing. It's good and productive at the same time. Right. So our hope is that people will use our podcast in the same ways, that it would be something inspiring for their week. Yes. So Yeah. On your drive to work or doing your laundry or whatever that looks like for dinner, you. Yeah. A glass of wine. For me, it's relaxing. It gives me some me time. It gives mm-hmm. me some me space mm-hmm. to get to listen in on some of my favorite podcasts. And help you remember that you're not alone. Yes. Because... One of the things I love about some of the podcasts I listen to is that they just talk about things that I'm going through. And I'm like, oh, someone else feels the same way about laundry that I feel. Or yes. someone else has this same struggle in their parenting role. Or someone else is having trouble fitting date nights into their schedule. And right. you feel like a, a kind of a camaraderie with, with the people that you're listening to. And I think that's so important in life, Heather is to feel like other people get us, mm-hmm. get you, mm-hmm. get me, get the listener. Mm-hmm. Um, that powerful statement of, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I know what you're going through. I, I get it. You're not alone. You're not crazy. Right. You're not the first person that's ever felt overwhelmed by having children or having a demanding job or right. leading your organization or you know whatever it looks like. Right. Leading right. a classroom full of five-year-olds. That sounds overwhelming to me. But someone yes. out there listening is amazing at it yes. and does so and well at it. That's right. Yeah. That's good. Well, Heidi, the first episode that we had, you so beautifully shared about what had happened to you the week prior and how Jesus healed you and healed your back. So are you healed, like for real? Yes. And can you give us an update on that? Yes, I'll give you a quick update. I did share about it and 
though I told the story, I still felt a little bit speechless about yeah. it. Like I feel like the the few days following, I still woke up and thought, man, am I really healed? Is and, this real? And if not, crud, because I just told everyone on podcast that I was. <laughs> right. But I was every morning. I was still healed. And <clears throat> I just loved it. I felt like I, I was reading in the Acts chapter 8, one of those following mornings. And it said this, it said, many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. And I could just mm. relate to that so much, Heather. Yeah. Because um, I felt like in my life, like healing brought me joy. Mm. Not just because I had been healed, but because it was so personal to mm -hmm. me in my life. Right. And it reminded me, God cares so much about me. Yes. And, you know, I'm a I'm a leader in our church. And so I, I am often just like you are reaching out to other women and helping other women through their struggles and their situations. And it was just like God the Father just kind of reached down and whispered like, hey, I care about you too. Right. I, I'm going to lead you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to love you. I'm going to just make you realize that I'm such a fan of you. Mm -hmm. And it was so personal to me. It was just, I, I just experienced God last week in such an awesome way. And it did. It brought me so much joy. So I, I don't know. I feel like someone listening might need that hope mm -hmm. to know that God is so for you. Yes. And God still has the ability to reach into your situation and make it beautiful. And then you'll experience that joy too. That's so good. That's so good. Well, thank you again for sharing that. I, I know that it really impacted a lot of people and, and increased people's faith to believe that miracles still happen they're not just a thing of the past in fact we sang a song at church this past sunday just about do it again lord do the miracles again let us see the miracles of old and i just believe that they are happening i believe that sometimes we just have to open our eyes to them yes absolutely see god moving in yes. and around us and, and take every opportunity that we can then to give him glory for that absolutely to say, like this isn't this isn't of human doing this right. is god yeah this could only be god well and i've had people look at me like i was an alien mm -hmm. when they're like hey how's your back well actually um jesus healed me yeah. and they look at me like i am crazy yeah and i'm okay with that um i'm used to having to stand alone and right. stand up for my faith and and be okay with that i mean i even have family members who i'm pretty sure think i am like drinking the crazy Kool-Aid and I'm like hey some days I, I need to drink the crazy you know the crazy Kool-Aid right because life is crazy but um no it's good God is good it's exciting but I think the Christmas season is such an important time to remember what life is really all about mm -hmm. and so I'm excited Heather it's Christmas season yay and we love Christmas love love it so much Christmas is in 11 days and 11 I, days. The countdown is on. Woohoo! Well, in my household, we've actually been counting down since November 1st. Uh-huh. Every yep. day, marking yep. off the calendar. Oh, yeah. Because we're, we're in five-year-old world. Uh-huh. Of course. And so we do that. Well, I'm in 37-year-old world, and I've been <laughs> counting down since November. I, yeah. I don't... Um, you know this, Heidi, <laughs> about our history and our past, because you lived it also. True. But um, our listeners don't necessarily know this, but our family didn't celebrate Christmas growing up. Right. So... Um, total bummer well yeah I mean th that's a whole nother thing and there were there was the whole yard raking leaf raking incident one Christmas day that crazy may have traumatized us all yes we're still bitter no we're really not mom <laughs> no we're not um, but we do like to joke about it we do joke so anyway, that's a whole nother thing, and that's fine, and that was that was part of our upbringing. But it just means that Christmas for us now is like ridiculously fun, so fun. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, I put my tree up like the beginning of November. You do, I do, extraordinarily and, early, and I don't even care. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Like haters gonna hate, and people are always telling me like you skip Thanksgiving, and but here's the deal, I'm making up for years mm -hmm. of not celebrating so I feel True. like a month early every year for the next 20 years is you know 30 40 years like that's just it's just gonna equal out okay um and who doesn't love a Christmas tree and the warm lights and and all of that and you can still be thankful with a Christmas tree you can be more thankful with a Christmas tree <laughs> because true. I mean look at it it is sparkling lights I'm actually looking at it right this moment it is beautiful it it's is cute pretty, it is pretty fun so yeah plus I have the added joy 
said sarcastically, of having two children that were born in December. So gifts upon gifts. So my my shopping in December is just ridiculous. Trying to figure out how to make Christmas special and birthday special. And I don't know what my husband and I were thinking when we planned these children. <laughs> well, I can tell you exactly what you were thinking. <laughs> At what least he, he. was thinking. <laughs> but anyway, all of that. Oh, Heather's blushing. All of that to be said that Christmas is so fun. And it is fun. One of the things that we wanted to do today was talk about some of our traditions. And, yes. And then just also remember why Christmas is great. Yes. Um, so what are some of your traditions that you do with your family? Or what are some of your favorite things about Christmas? Okay, so some of my favorite things right now in this season of life is my kids' joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Crosley and I decorated the tree together one night. And Kip sat by and watched and... Um, <laughs> giggled at our crazy dancing and Christmas music and um but that was really fun and he was so excited Crosley was so excited to decorate it and I'm going to be super super honest I like order Mm -hmm. and I like things to be placed in proper you know symmetry and I just I like things to look nice Mm -hmm. and but a while back I thought you know perfectionism isn't necessarily a great trait and I don't want it to control me Mm -hmm. and so I've been trying to let go of perfectionism Mm -hmm. you have been and um it's work it's it's great like I've been praying God help me overcome perfectionism and don't let it control me so that was a great exercise Mm -hmm. in perfectionism Mm -hmm. is letting Crosley decorate the Christmas tree and I even text you Mm -hmm. and some of our closest girlfriends Mm -hmm. a photo with like the little like teeth gritting emoji like, like, I'm really Cros- doing this. It's okay. Like, Crosley's decorating the Christmas tree. <laughs> but Because he, all of the ornaments were in the, like, lower They were, like, a little tree. clumpish. Yeah. But Be honest. it worked out. He did a really good job. Once he, it was all up, it looked really good. After he went to bed, did you go and move some of them? I moved about eight. Oh, that's not bad. It wasn't too bad. But mostly because there were, like four white bulbs all stacked on top of each other right and it just looked totally random we can't have that no so that's fun like the joy factor with Kraz and Wilder and then when Wilder woke up he was so excited that there were balls all over the tree (laughs) he loved that um and then uh, my other favorite thing right now in this season is we've really chosen this Christmas season to make it super simple and very people focused yeah and so um I wonder if some of our listeners might get a spoiler alert on their Christmas gift, but we this year, instead of doing like trinkets and treasures and gifts for family, we are doing, we're sponsoring a compassion child mm-hmm. and we're giving everyone a photo of this sweet little girl. Her name is BB, and she's four and we're sponsoring her this year as a family in honor of all of our families. In as lieu their, of gifts? Yeah, in lieu of gifts. Mm-hmm. And it's been so cool because our kids know why we're doing it. And um, they're Because excited. really, who needs one more thing? Candle or sweater or frame. Right. And this is ongoing. This goes on forever for a yes. very long time. Yes. So for as long as we get to sponsor this little girl, it will be in the name of our family members mm. for Christmas 2016. That's such a great idea. Um, so that's been great for us this year. But what about you? And it you? really teaches the kids, too, about really being generous and that it's it's about caring for other people yes instead of just getting 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 and it's so I think we all struggle with this like we want to bless our kids and we want to have fun and of course like we get our kids gifts and we Mm -hmm. you know we think about like what's the one big gift that we're going to get them but I really want to instill in them that Christmas really has nothing to do about getting absolutely it's really about what can we give to other people and how can we impact other people and that's hard to do when the world says it's all about getting right and shopping and the deals and Mm -hmm. I think for me one of the things that is so amazing about Christmas is that because we didn't grow up celebrating Christmas I now have this almost childlike view Mm -hmm. of it um anticipation of it and so 
fortunately, I think that allows me to not get caught up in the frenzy. Right. And I hear, I hear a lot of my friends and a lot of people on, online, everybody's talking about how stressful and crazy and that this time of year is. And I don't feel that. I mean, of course, it's busy because you have the extra events and things like that. Sure. But I just love it so much. And I think part of that is because I don't allow myself to get caught up in the craziness of it. We keep gifts really simple for our kids. I mean, our kids get one big-ish gift and then maybe two more Mm -hmm. small gifts, like really small gifts. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't blow the budget. We plan a budget out ahead of time and we know exactly what we're going to spend. And um, I think that that helps us stay grounded and our kids stay more grounded. And then we get to focus on loving each other, spending time together, um, caring for other people, Mm -hmm. and focusing on the fact that this really is a celebration of Jesus coming to earth and ultimately dying for us. I mean, we wouldn't have Christmas. We wouldn't need Christmas um, for Jesus to have come to earth without Easter, without his death on the cross, which was his ultimate goal for coming. So just being able to focus on that. But we have, we have simple traditions. Um, I like your PJ tradition. Tell us about that. Yep. Yep. Um, I think this is a lot of families do this and it's really simple, but we just get the kids new pajamas. Um, Sometimes Chris and I get new pajamas. Not always. Sometimes we forget, (laughs) or let's just be honest. He forgets. So (laughs) note to self, Chris, I'm going to remind you of this. And I could really use new pajamas this year. Okay. Did you hear that? I mean, my pajamas are like falling apart. <laughs> okay. I think it's a pajama buying time for you. I then. think so too. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Um, so we get pajamas for the kids and put them under the tree. And that's their one gift that they open on Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, and So fun. Yeah. Really fun. And then just being together in the morning on Christmas morning and Mm -hmm. opening our gifts and we read the Christmas story of Jesus being born from Luke and we hang out and we just chill and we do have um a little bit of I would say sometimes it's an advantage and sometimes it's a disadvantage we only have one family here and so we don't have the run around and I know so many people feel like they just go, 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 because they have to go to this family's right. house and then that family's house. And Chris's family is all far away. They live in Canada. And so while it's so sad and we miss them so much on the holidays, we don't have that. We don't, right. my parents don't celebrate, so we don't, we don't go there. And then Chris's family is far away. And so we try to celebrate with them in different ways, but right. we're really just home. Right. And that's kind of wonderful. Yeah. It's kind of well, nice. It brings that ability to have that time of peace and rest mm-hmm. and getting to focus on what Christmas is really about. Right. And so I think that's so great. We And we've adopted your Christmas um, jammies tradition. Mm-hmm. We love that tradition. It's so yep. fun. Um, Talk about our Sibs dinner because that's something that's really fun. Sibs dinner. So fun. So how many, what, maybe a decade ago, probably? Yeah, probably. We decided... Um, as we were married and some of our siblings started getting married. Um, we and have a lot of siblings now. R- oh, so many. With all of the sibling in loves. Yeah, a lot. So we decided that we would host our own Christmas holiday tradition. Right. And um, so Kip and I host a fun dinner. Mm-hmm. And everyone participates and brings food. And we and dress up. We get dressy and we do fun, you know, a fun gift exchange that ends up being so much fun and filled with right. so much laughter. Right. And it's truly one of my very favorite nights mm-hmm. of the entire year. Yep. Every single year. Yeah. And um, we all have so much fun. So that is so much fun. Sibs Christmas dinner every year at our house and um and I want to give a little plug right here to siblings we have an extraordinary relationship with our siblings and I feel like that is really due to the fact that we um we're so close growing up and that mom and dad really instilled that in us that we were each other's best friends 
and so I know that we don't take that for granted and I know that not everyone has that um, and we're very very thankful for that but I think that people can have that they just have to put a little effort into it yes you know look past some of the petty things that get in the way of mm-hmm. sibling relationships and like maybe this is a tradition that someone needs to start right okay you do all the crazy big family events maybe you just need to gather your siblings maybe you haven't gathered together in a really long time or when you do gather it's not peaceful and fun and there's friction like gather your siblings and say hey we're going to start this tradition we're going to do this and we're going to work on our relationship because God put you together absolutely as siblings and maybe you're far apart um geographically mm-hmm. but um you could do you could do it on Skype you could you know yep. save up some money and figure out a way to meet in the middle the sibling relationship I think is one that is so overlooked mm-hmm. um but it is so God ordained yes like he put you together made you blood relations yes. with these people mm-hmm. or this person and it is a beautiful relationship if you really put effort into it absolutely and I think you will find that there's so much joy um, in that if you just invest in it a little bit yes well and truly our siblings are our best friends definitely and I would not want it any other way no because they're they're the ones that are there for us through everything. Through all the years. Yes. Because friends come and go. Yes. Friends are great. We love friends. Absolutely. But Heidi, think about your friends and think about how many different seasons there have been and how many of them are still in your life. Right. Not very many of them. And and many of them have become more acquaintances mm-hmm. due to location and right. life and right. different seasons and um and honestly, even through social media, you stay connected if you will, with people, but it, is it like really connected? Right. We see each other's updates and tweets and posts, but so often it's not that face-to-face time, which is when you really get to know someone. Yes. Because you can see their expressions. You can see what makes their eyes light up. You can see what brings them joy. Whereas like just a posting or a text even, like you can't feel that emotion. Right. Um, well, and one of the cool things that we do, which our brother Maddie actually came up with this idea, um, he and his wife Jenna live in Houston, and so we don't get to see them very often, which right. is so sad. We hate it. Um, but they're there for a reason. Yep. And um, he had this idea to do a sibling email thread. Right. So he started it a couple years ago, and all of the siblings and all of the in-laws are on it. And the in-loves. The in-loves. in-loves. Yes. The sibling in-loves. And... Just any time there's something important or something exciting or we need a prayer request, anything that we want to share with the group, Mm -hmm. we just shoot an email out. And it's so cool because inevitably it becomes like a whole day of responses. Right. And then that turns into like ridiculous jokes and people (laughs) making fun of each other and it's so much fun and we love it. So that's another way that we stay connected with our siblings. I, I have to say that has been a highlight. In the mm-hmm. last couple of years. of Thank our... you, Maddie. Thanks, Maddie. Um, it's been a highlight because it's kept us connected. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been able to be a part of each other's big moments mm-hmm. where we've needed support or love or encouragement or prayer. And as I think over the last two years, Heather, there have been some pretty huge yep. milestones yep. that have happened. Some big deals. And siblings have gotten to share with us first mm-hmm. over yep. that form of communication mm-hmm. And man, it's been awesome. Like I just, I have to shout out to our older brother, Nathaniel. Yes. I was Um, just going to say that. So Than Bennett is now an author. He published, he's publishing a book. It's coming out in April April of 2017 and it's called In Search of the King. It's available on Amazon right now. You can can pre-order it right now. I'm so excited. Please go pre-order it. It is, we both got to pre-read it yep. and I am forever going to save that copy yep. because um, it's got all of the highlighting and the note taking and, um, you know, the things that I know ended up having to get edited out or right. whatever. But I love that copy of my book, um, of my brother's book. And so he had shared with us over sibling email, like, hey guys, I'm finally taking this huge step of obedience and I'm going to finally write this book that God's been putting on my heart. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago and well God told him to write it 15 years ago right so for 15 years yes he basically said no God right and then he finally realized he had to say yes God and then right. God just opened all these doors which is so awesome yeah so we'll have him on here sometime yes we will right before his book is published he's awesome so he's your younger brother my older brother 
we just love him. He's, but anyway, so Theon got to share that. And then, um, you know, lots of things that I don't necessarily want to share the details of, of various siblings, but big life things, mm-hmm. you know, going in for interviews or mm-hmm. um, getting married, pregnancies, getting married, you know, things like that. And so just fun that that sibling relationship is so valuable. And we've had a lot of people actually kind of be envious mm-hmm. that they don't have what we have. Um, but I love what you said, like make it make the opportunities Mm-hmm. to find those connections and to make it work mm-hmm. and because it takes work it's it does not, it's not yes we ha- we were very close growing up but we have been very intentional right about maintaining them right even though there's distance between several of us um and we just would die for one another like we're just that we're we're that committed to each other and so i just want to encourage you that if you don't have that kind of relationship with your siblings Um, don't be discouraged just make it your goal in this new year coming up or even this Christmas just to send a note send an email send a text and say hey I love you like let's work on our relationship and um, if you don't have any siblings then find some to adopt yes like just find someone else that needs a sibling that needs a sister we talk about this all the time Heidi because um, our kids so I have a, a boy and a girl, mm-hmm. and my son doesn't have a brother, and my daughter doesn't have a sister, right. but we've told them, like, they get siblings through their cousins. Absolutely. So, like, our daughters will be sisters. Yes. And um, Benny can have brothers Absolutely. through your boys. And so there are other ways than just having, like, the core yes. blood unit that, yes. that works. Absolutely. So. Okay, well, that was a fun tangent. On our siblings. Siblings are awesome. They are. They're so great. Okay, so can I tell you another thing I love about our Christmas? Yes. Um, so in our whole effort to be people-focused, um, like I said, we help lead a church, and um, you and your husband lead alongside us and um, some other amazing couples as well. Um, so our Christmas service is this Sunday, mm-hmm. and um, we were just kind of challenging people like, hey, why don't you try to hand out some invites this week? You know, whether it's in the Starbucks drive through or in Panera or at Target or wherever you're at, try to invite someone to church because the reality is people will come to church on Christmas. Yes. And I don't know if it's a guilt thing. I don't know if it's a, hey, I feel like I need to do something Christmassy that is somewhat religious. So they just pick a church and go. They'll say yes. They will say yes. So I, the other night, was talking with my son, and he had picked up a little handful of invites and was going to take them to our little neighbors who he has friends at uh-huh. our neighbor's house for Lucas and Emerson and um, Ethan. And so I had this thought. I said, Crosley, what if we make some of our Christmas sweet checks mix and we bag it up? And then let's print off a little picture of our family and make a little letter and let's drive it around our entire neighborhood. So there are about 35 homes Mm. in our direct Mm -hmm. kind of cul-de-sac and the street that offshoots. And um, so we did that and we packaged up invites for church in that. And then actually this morning, just this morning, we hopped in our truck and it was freezing. It was like seven degrees out and bundled the babies up, stuck them in their seats and Crosley and I drove around and he would jump out and literally run mm-hmm. to the front door of every single neighbor's house. Aww. He had his little hunting massive boots on and his little <laughs> hat and his huge coat. So and great. he was, you know, trekking up to each door and ringing the doorbell and some people were home and some people were not. Yeah. But it struck me as I stood back and watched him do this, people opened the door with so much skepticism. Mm. And then Like who's at my door? Yes. Then they would see Crosley, Mm. little five-year-old Crosley with this huge, bright smile. And he would say to them, hi, Merry Christmas. I live down the street, so we're neighbors. And then he would hand them this gift and this invite. And people's faces just lit up. And they were so excited. And then they would say, Merry Christmas, buddy. And they would wave at me. Thank you. Merry Christmas. And it was so joyful. I just, like, he was grinning and I was grinning and Wilder, our two-year-old, was giving him the thumbs up out the window every time and (laughs) clapping. Oh, I love it. And Heather, it was so fun. It was so simple. It was, and it was so simple. I mean, it took some effort. Sure. It took us about three hours to do all the baking. To make the check mix. Took us about an hour and a half to package it all up. Right. You know, I had to create the, the letter and the invite, but 
I would say probably it took a total of probably about eight hours yep. to get it all done and accomplished right. in the middle of kids and littles. But it is by far one of my favorite things we have ever done mm. as a family for Christmas. And we will do that going forward. Yes, that'll, that's something. a new tradition. Yes, something for our neighbors so every good. single year. And my hope is that it will, people will look forward to it. Yes. Like, oh, I wonder what the bolts are going right. to do this year. What are they going to do this yes. year? That's such a great so, tradition. I love it. It was cool. We met so many lovely neighbors that we hadn't gotten to see before and couple ladies even invited us in wow which we didn't get to go in because of time and kids in the car and stuff but but just think what like this summer when everybody's out and about yes. walking their dogs and out playing with the kids like they're gonna all of a sudden the ice will be broken and yes. they'll be like oh you're the people that brought that yummy Chex Mix because I mean let's just be honest it's to die for it's really good I didn't get a bag <laughs> Your kids did. Did they not share? No. They both came home with the bag no. the other night. I have not gotten oh, any of it. Oh, good grief. So you'll have to give okay. them some grief about that. But they'll be like, oh, we we remember you. And then you'll just have this open door yes. to just love them and, and be Jesus to them and be joy. And, and I love that it, you know, it brought them joy. I mean, yes. who doesn't like to get a treat in the middle of the day? Like, Absolutely. Hello. And then it brought you so much joy, too, and your boys. Yes. That's so beautiful. It was so fun. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to then have Christmas in July and host like a big yeah. barbecue yeah. in our backyard yep. and do the same exact thing. Yep. Drive around a few days before, hand out That's invitations, right. and maybe on a Thursday night just yep. have the just barbecue have run in over. and mm-hmm. you know a big table full of snacks and mm-hmm. fun drinks. Yep. And I love it. Just be Jesus to people in the middle of the summer. I mean, I think um, we, we all think that it's so hard, like that we have to have uh, all the right answers, that we have to know the perfect prayer, that we have to have all the scripture memorized, and it just isn't. Like, it's not, it's not about that. I mean, there's, right. yes, that's part of it, and God's word is so rich and deep and doesn't return void and useful and mm-hmm. fills us up, but when, when it comes to loving our neighbors, like, let's think outside the box, like, what how do we show the love of Jesus to people and I think it's those kinds of things and I think it's just being genuine and authentic and seeing people yes noticing people not just driving by our neighbor's houses and I mean I'll be honest like we have a street full of neighbors and I only know about half of them you know mm-hmm. there are people at the end of our street that I've never even met and so that's such an encouragement to me too mm-hmm. to reach out to those people and, and to get to know them and and really I mean Jesus said love your neighbor as yourself and right. I I don't think that that word neighbor was happenstance. Like I no. think he actually meant your neighbor. Right. Like the person that lives next to you on your street. Where I have put you. Right. Love those people. Yeah. And your neighbor could be someone that you work with, someone that you sit next to. Absolutely. Someone that you teach next to. Yes. Your neighbor could be the the lady at the gym when yes. you take your kid to gymnastics and you sit there and you chat with her. Yeah. And, it makes me think we have a, a good friend named Mike, and he goes to the gym, mm. I think he said like five days a week. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He gets up at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he is ridiculous. We've been telling him how ridiculous that is. But anyway, that's his gig. Yeah, yeah. And his his wife doesn't get up with him that early, yeah. which I'm like, Sherry, you are so smart. Right? Sleep. Get yes. You. It's why she's so beautiful, because she gets her beauty rest. That's true. Um, But... um. He goes, so he goes to the gym, and they have started these guys that he works out with every day yeah. for like... I don't, don't, don't correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but I think it's been like 10 years and (laughs) long time he works out with them and they've started to call him pastor Mike Yeah, because he's always just speaking life and love and encouragement over them Mm -hmm. and inviting them to church. Right. And, um, it just, it like, that makes me think of him. He's choosing to love those guys guys in the middle of the gym. In the gym. Yes. Yes. And that's what it's about. Christmas, just people and love and showing them what it means to have a heart for other people and I think it's not as unusual as we mm-hmm. think it is mm-hmm. we just don't often get the opportunity to see people in action right doing it like the right. other day someone in front of me at Starbucks bought my coffee mm-hmm. and to me that spoke love yes like someone noticed me and right. bought me my coffee right that's so good so just see people well and and, and give yourself the okay give yourself um the chance to just say Christmas doesn't have to be crazy. No. Say no to things that you can say no to. Yep. You actually have a lot more control over that than we think that we do. Yes. Say no to things that aren't your best yes. Mm-hmm. And then say yes to people. Say yes. yes to the things that 
are your best yes that right. fill you up that fill your family up that that give others encouragement so um can I tell you a little bit about my week yes this week yes um, please do I don't want to get into a lot of detail because the time isn't right yet and I think that the time will be right down the road to share right. more details but one of my very best friends in the whole world um, we have been friends for uh, about 13 years mm -hmm. she's just someone who is constantly such an encouragement in my life and always that person that I can go to when I'm having a horrible day and I just need a pep talk you know that person right. where you're just like okay I know that they'll they'll pull me out of this muck like right. she does that for me she's and phenomenal she is and she encourages me constantly and she's she's just she's a deep friend mm -hmm. where it's like it's not all surface mm -hmm. like I have friends where it's all surface and that's okay like right. they're my surface friends yeah. you know and we talk about surface stuff and that's that's cool but she's my deep friend like yes. she's the friend that I just know I can like my guts can spill out on the floor and she's still gonna love me and 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 say I believe in you and I see the best in you right. and and encourage me so on Friday night around midnight I had actually fallen asleep downstairs in, in on our couch which I never do that you never do that I never do that but I was tired yeah so I had fallen asleep and my phone was upstairs and at 1204 hmm. uh, I won't ever forget that 1204 um I went upstairs and checked my phone and there was a a missed call from her and then there was a text that just said call me back and so of course I called her right away sure you know when you get a phone call at midnight that it's yeah it's never good news right and um, she shared with me that her her brother had lost his life um, just moments before that. Mm. And he was only 41 years old. Mm. And he has two little beautiful daughters and a wife. And just a tragic, tragic, tragic event mm. that took place. So, of course, you know, um, she's very upset. And I just knew I had to go over right away. Right. And so I jumped in the car I told my husband like I'm going jumped in the car drove over to her house and sat with her for most of the night yeah. as family members came in and as this all transpired and uh, people finding out that this had happened and the grief and um, the shock yeah that took place in those moments of, of you know family members finding this out and his daughters finding this out and so just a really heavy hard week so heartbreaking um, and um thankfully my friend knows the lord and she has been a rock like, yeah. i'm so proud of her yeah i just kept looking at her that night just saying like you you the strength of jesus is all over you yeah. like you've got this like yeah. you are who your family members are turning to right now because of the strength of jesus in you and i'm so very very proud of her and so they this whole week they've been in all of those details that you have to deal with when uh, you lose a family member and and all the things that you don't want to have to deal with but you have to and um the funeral's coming up and I actually get the opportunity to lead that service and share that service and I'm honored to be able to do that um but just that's been a really that's been really heavy this it's week very heavy and it's it sort of stopped me in my tracks right and it sort of put perspective on life right and on people mm -hmm. and um I just think that we don't say I love you enough mm -hmm. we don't hug the people my husband's gonna be thrilled to hear that because he's always <laughs> telling me I don't hug him enough oh he's a hugger he is but just life is so short right and we don't know our days are numbered every mm -hmm. single one of us the bible yeah. tells us that and so loving the people that are around you mm -hmm. um saying i forgive you mm -hmm. um if there's someone that has hurt you going back and making it right right saying this happened but i forgive you right i care for you i love you and when you're so close to a situation where someone loses someone it just makes you reevaluate every relationship in your life mm -hmm. and who you are investing in and who you're pouring and I think it goes back to what we were talking about with our siblings like this was my friend she lost a sibling right. she lost her only brother yeah and when I put myself in her shoes I can't even imagine that pain no and what they're going through and so um first I would just ask that all of our listeners would be praying for their family right this week and I know you don't all know them and you don't know their names and for their privacy I'm not going to share those today but um 
you could just lift up a simple prayer and say, God, be with this family around the Christmas time. It's so hard. You know, they're, right. they're not going to celebrate Christmas without um, a brother, a son, a father, right. a, da- a, a, a dad, um, a husband. So, yeah. Well, and Heather, to interject for just a moment. So a couple nights ago, as a church, we went and had a family night and we went ice skating. Mm-hmm. And those, that man's little girls mm-hmm. and his wife, mm-hmm. his widow, mm-hmm. came and ice skated with us. Mm-hmm. Now they don't attend our church. Um, they, they don't attend church, mm-hmm. but they were ice skating with us and, um, I didn't know his little girls. And so I went up to her and I just said, hi, sweetie. Um, how are you? And she looked at me and she said, I'm fine. And I said, what's your name? And she shared her name. And of course I knew what had gone on in her world, right. but she didn't know that I knew. Right. And of course I wasn't going to draw any attention to it, but just was, you know, friendly to her and told her I was so glad she was there. Um, but it struck me, Heather, how, how often do we do that? Right. I'm fine. I'm fine. But our world is crumbling. Yep. Like the sky has fallen in on us right. and we are crushed and we are devastated and we are in the worst moments of our entire existence. Yes. But we think we can't be honest with the people around us. That's right. And so we have to respond, I'm fine. That's right. And yet we're not. Yeah. And I just so long for people to have relationships that are genuine, that are filled with truth, Mm -hmm. that are filled with love, that are filled with that freedom to be real, to be raw, to be vulnerable. And you, you give me that freedom, Mm -hmm. Heather, in our friendship. And of course, you know, my husband's my best friend. And so Mm -hmm. we have that freedom and that that dialogue and of course he knows when I'm having a bad day but um you just never know what people are going through when you're around them right you know how easily we get offset and off put by people yeah and we don't have a clue what they're going what they're going through what they've just faced right well and I want to share this verse from Psalm Psalm 34 18 the Lord is close to the brokenhearted yeah he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Wow. Think about that. When your spirit is crushed and you just feel helpless, the Lord is close to you. The Lord will rescue you. And I know for some people, Christmas is a hard, hard season. It's not yeah. joyous. It's not, right. it's not filled with sparkly lights and presents wrapped beautifully under the tree and family traditions and new pajamas and kids' joy it's filled with loneliness and it's filled with hurt and pain or it's filled with loss right? or it's filled with reminders of maybe a past life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's filled with abuse. It's filled with all, anything that might make Christmas not be a wonderful time. And I just, I want us to acknowledge that there are those people out there Absolutely. that um, Christmas may, for you may be a, a horribly sad time of year. And mm-hmm. honestly, Heidi, I think we can kind of relate to that a little bit mm-hmm. because for us growing up, Christmas wasn't a fun time. No. It, it, everyone else was celebrating. Everyone else was having this fun time. And people would ask us, you know, what's Santa Claus bringing for you? Bringing for you? Or what are you asking Santa Claus for? And we just got to, you know, look it at people. It was so like, awkward. Like, ah, uh, how do you answer that question as a 10 year old? Right. Um, but I think we can relate a little bit mm-hmm. to the people that are brokenhearted, that are mm-hmm. their spirits are crushed, um, because Christmas wasn't always joyous for us. Right. And um, and in that season of our life, it was what it we was felt was right for our family. Right, and it was normal Absolutely. for us. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't live in agony no, over it. No, but there was a sense of we're missing out for sure. Yeah. And I think that some people, for some people, that's how they feel all the time Yeah, about Christmas is that they're missing out. And so I just, I want to remind people that the Lord is close to the broken, to the broken hearted. He's so close. Good. Like just, I picture him just sitting next to you, mm-hmm. like with his arm around you, just mm-hmm. saying, I got you. Yeah. Like, I know your spirit is crushed. I know that this feels unbearable, but I'm here. I'm Absolutely. with you. What a comfort. And I think Heather, it's so important as we've talked about noticing people. Mm-hmm. So look around the people that God's put right around you yep. and ask yourself this question this Christmas season. Is there someone that I need to invite into my inner circle mm, this good. Christmas? Yep. Is, is it a neighbor? Is it a family member that doesn't have yep. someone else to be with this Christmas? Who is my someone 
that I can invite into my mm-hmm. inner circle yep. to help bring that joy, yep. to help bring that light, to That's help right. bring that love. And I really, really think with every ounce of my being that if we all became more others focused, yep. the world would become such a loving place. Yeah. Like we wouldn't have these wars of, we think you're hateful because you believe differently than me. Right. Because people would be acting in love. Right. That's right. And so we wouldn't have to guess about if we love each other. We right. would know we would by know. our actions. That's right. That's and right. so that's just my challenge for, for anyone listening. Who do you need to love this Christmas? Who do you need to invite to your inner circle? Even if it means tra- changing your tradition. Right. And having someone in your home on Christmas morning that normally isn't there. That's right. Because I think that everyone has someone. Absolutely. Yes. There's someone in every single one of our lives that we could reach out to and and make a difference. Yes. Show some love, show some joy. And it, and it may not be anything huge. I mean, it can be very simple. It can be a simple thing as just showing up at their door with a coffee or um, maybe someone who doesn't have the finances to buy their kids gifts and and helping them out with that I mean right. it's it's actually very easy yes it's very easy to show people love and kindness yep. and joy and bring a little bit of holiday cheer yes a little bit of Jesus cheer yes into their lives absolutely so good well thanks for sharing about your week I know yeah. firsthand yeah it's been very heavy yeah and um but I just think Heather that God has wired you to be able to help carry those burdens for other people, um, not to let them crush you mm-hmm. and destroy you, mm-hmm. but to let you help hold others up mm-hmm. in the midst of their storms. Yeah. And so I just commend you. You've done a beautiful job this week mm-hmm. of being there for our friend and um, showing her that support and that love that she needed because mm-hmm. um, she's been that to her family yes. and she needed you to be that to her. Right. Um, so I just think that's so beautiful and you've done a great job. So well done. Thank you. Thanks. It's just noticing people. Yeah, it is. And acting on it. Yeah. When you have those opportunities. Absolutely. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Do you have shopping left to do? Um, well, because we are doing the Compassion Child gift. Right. That took care of almost all of my shopping. Right. Um, so I'm not going to lie. I still have to get a gift for my husband. Okay. Um, but here's the real doing gifts this year. Well, okay. He always breaks the rules. Oh, okay. So you're just going to be prepared. Um, he, I know for a fact that he bought me a gift because it showed up at our door the Uh other day. I actually know too, because he asked me about it. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I'm buying him a gift because he breaks the rules and buys me gifts when we agree to not buy gifts. Right. So therefore I'm going to go ahead and buy him a gift. But the only hard part is that we obviously we share all of our finances. Right. And you can't hide it. We do everything on debit card. Right. Like everything. Right. And so um, he handles our finances. Mm -hmm. And so he sees every purchase that comes through. Well, that's easy. You just go to the ATM and you pull out cash. No, that's not easy when you want to purchase it on Amazon. Oh. Well, you can borrow my credit card. <laughs> so yeah, that's been my dilemma is um, shopping without him knowing what he's going to get for Christmas before right. it's Christmas. That's true. That's hard. But, that's a hard thing. To but do. no, it's good. There are definitely easy fixes to it. It just, the other night when I went to order it, I realized, wait a minute. Oh, he's going to see gonna, this. He's going to get an email in three seconds from Amazon. It says, bing. Here's your Christmas gift. <laughs> so. That's hard. Do you know what I think I'm getting for Christmas? I, a baby. Oh, <laughs> I don't Lord know. Lord have mercy. No. <laughs> I'm teasing. No. What? Um, new carpet. Hallelujah. I think. Like, you know, we, we have so many people in our house all the time. Right. And so I've kind of let my living room carpet just be mm-hmm. because who wants to be that person that's like, take your shoes off. Right. Totally not cool. And it's just not the way that I want right. to run my house. Right. But my carpet just needs to be, rep- it's so bad. It's so bad. Okay, well, I'm looking at it. It's not so bad. It's it's definitely livable. Like, I don't see oh, any... Oh, it's livable. It's just, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, this I mean, it's would time. just make me, make me yeah. feel like my yeah. house was cleaner. Yeah, was, it's time. Was in better shape. Sure. And so I think, I think, That's I'm not so positive, fun. but I think we've decided to just, for instead of Christmas gifts for each other, because really, what do we need? Nothing. Well, you know what that means, though. What? When you're buying carpet for Christmas, mm-hmm. you are officially adulting. 
Oh, girl, I've been doing that for years. <laughs> we're way, like, we're way past. Like, I'm, I'm fine with every gift being practical. Uh, Almost every gift being practical. It helps <laughs> that I have a birthday in January, and so do you. So, like, if you don't get a Christmas gift, you're like, oh, my birthday's coming. Yeah, unless it gets rolled into one. That's true. Unless it's like carpet, it's Christmas <laughs> and birthday, and then oh, no. My husband spoils me. He's a great gift giver. Gift giver. He has been from before I even started dating him. That's awesome. He's a great gift That's giver. Good. My husband's so. pretty good. He he kind of goes in spurts. Like he does awesome gifts, and then I think he like thinks that they they sort of hold out for like carry over carry over (laughs) no he's awesome he actually last year got me a brand new mac macbook computer which just rocked my world that is changed my world in so many ways so he's awesome shout out to him he's in peru this week traveling like peru the country he's so cool so i don't know he's doing all sorts of cool stuff that he's way cooler than i am but that's okay he's one of the most kind men i've ever met in my life he really is he really is. Both of our husbands are. They're amazing. Yeah. Yours vacuums the floor all the time, which is amazing. Okay, so I had, I do have to tell you this really okay. fast. Honey, I hope this doesn't embarrass you. If it does, I'm going to apologize later. And then I'll sing to you. <laughs> um, so this morning I was getting ready for the day. It was quite early. He was caring for the three children. And when I got out of the bathroom and went to get dressed, um, I had found that he had cleaned up our entire house. Because the night before we had a babysitter Mm because we had a Christmas party at work. Mm -hmm. He'd cleaned up the entire house. Um, He had made me a cup of coffee. There Mm. was a cup of coffee sitting. He'd gotten the kids' breakfast going. That's someone would make me coffee every morning. And it was... It was so such a nice way to start my day. Yeah. Because I expected to come down right? and to kind of, you know, do the dishes and, you know, just or it wasn't terrible. But yeah. get things orderly. I and, saw it. and he had gotten up with our infant at five thirty in the morning. Wow. And so he was productive and um yeah, it just it blessed me. It just spoke love to me. Like it to me this morning it said, Honey, I got I, I got your back. Mm-hmm. I love you. I know you're going to homeschool today. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to do life with the kids. Yep. You don't need to do That's dishes. So great. And by the way, here's your cup of coffee. Like to me, that was that was sexy. Oh, yeah. That was oh, for yeah, sure. major brownie points. Totally. Yep. Yeah. We do have great husbands. We do. I'm very thankful for our husbands. Yes. Well, thanks so much for listening. We hope that you have a very, very Merry Christmas. Don't forget to really just think about who in your life you can reach out to this Christmas season. Everyone has someone. Everyone has someone that they need to invest in and love on and pour into and reach into their lives. And so we just thank you for listening and we just pray that you have a blessed, beautiful Christmas with your family. We'll see you next time. Merry Christmas.